This episode is brought to you by Tidal. Tidal is a global music and entertainment platform that brings artists and fans together through unique music and content experience. If your ears yearn for something better, it's hard to beat Tidal streaming with its combo of lossless CD quality streams on its entire catalog. Tidal's premium and hi-fi tiers are what all diehard audiophiles need to get the most out of true half-daily music from any music streaming service. If you are a part of this distinguished category, you owe it to yourself to try out Tidal. Now, as a thank you for the listeners of the Words of Wade podcast, you can start your free 60-day trial by using the code WADE60, W-A-D-E, that's me, 60, on the Title app or on their website, title.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 150. Um, I'm your host. Way um, joining with. Uh, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. Get, <laughs> We're trying to figure out who you gonna be this week. No, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get up for it. Um, I'm way. Yeah, I'm just way. Um, joining me from her humble abode. Um, mm. Scan is here, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's me. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And of course, from um, parts unknown and still, <laughs> take it back there. Um, G is here. Shit! So, uh, Uncarnation, uh, give, give y'all a warning. Um, it's been a rough week. <laughs> it's been a rough week. I put on Twitter, I don't think I've said what the fuck more <laughs> in my life than I've said it this year. Like, I feel Man. like I'm saying that a lot more. Uh, so, starting with, uh, I guess, Tuesday, <laughs> um, my Facebook got deactivated. Really, I, I had the same Facebook page since 2009. Um, I posted, a, some of you know I run a comic book website, uh, comicbookstreeter.com. Uh, shame to plug. And uh, <laughs> I posted the video, one of the videos for an upcoming Superman cartoon on Facebook, and Facebook deleted it. So it was copyright infringement. Uh, never mind, I got the video from YouTube. <laughs> never mind, that public video got it from YouTube. But they deleted it and deleted my whole page. So, page I've had since 2009. <laughs> it's gone. I had to start all over again, create a new email address and all that stuff. It's really, really whack. We'll get to my <laughs> Wednesday later. Um, but yeah, that was my Tuesday. Uh, yeah, when Wade pisses people off, he swings for the fences. Apparently so, boy. I, <laughs> I am Thanos with this pissing off thing. I get the whole galaxy out here. <laughs> he be snapping. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Um... We still have, of course, we're still under the quarantine and we're still protesting. Um, I almost said riots. We're still protesting. And it looks like we have a new reason to protest. Um, last night, um, well, we heard a podcast on Sunday, Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia. There was a young brother um, sleeping at a Wendy's in his own car sleeping. Um, the police for whatever reason, 
decided to bother him and ended up killing him. Mm. It's the same story and it's been videotaped. It's all over social media. Same story we see time and time again. Um, the police are out of, out of hand. Oh yeah, they, I mean, uh, they're still riding because they burnt the Wendy's down. Yeah, um, they did burn the Wendy's down, which I'm glad. Uh, I'm not advocating violence or anything, title, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad that it, it, it's, it's action being happening. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times we've seen this happen so many times, you start getting numb to it, but now it kind of just, um, fuels the fire, so to speak, pun intended. You know, we're already protesting for, for George Lloyd, and then you do the same thing again. Did you say Lloyd yeah. or Floyd? Floyd, I'm sorry, you're right. George Floyd. Think of something else. I'm off a little bit. I apologize. Um, so it just, it just adds to that. Oh, yeah. It was, um, damn, I can't his name escapes me right now. It's been quite a few. I know the one um, the Latino boy who got shot by the police officer I think it was in California through, yeah. the, wind, through the windshield of his squad car. Like he didn't even get out the car. He just shot through the car and killed him. Um, the the white guy um, who got killed in the hotel um, hallway for the the calling the police on him about the the pellet gun that he had, and they like given and they didn't even send the police; they sent like a tactical unit. Like it was it wasn't the regular boys in blue. Like they had assault rifles aimed at him. Time he walked in the hallway and was giving him like a bunch of ridiculous instructions on how to crawl towards them and then that just older story wasn't it i thought i thought that was recent uh, no that, that was older but the footage just came out okay the footage just came out okay that's what it was and it just sounded familiar to me because i've actually seen that footage that you're referring to right like on the hallway part of the hotel right one of the actual like uh i don't think of like a hallway inside of a hotel it's like the walkway that you have at a motel. Right. Right. And he was confused about the directions they were giving him and they popped him. Yeah, because a lot of the directions that they was giving him, like, didn't make sense. And you got a whole tactical team pointing assault rifles at him. Right. When he just walked in the hallway, him and the, the girl he was with, and the dude just yelling, like, if you, if you don't, if do what I tell you to do, we're gonna kill you. Like we're gonna shoot you. It's like wow. So, it's like I don't even know why you're pointing the gun at me. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's 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 real crazy out here. And a miss a miss that the law they passed in, in Richmond about holding your cell phone in your hand just gives another reason for the police to pull you over. Yeah, and and then it's funny you mentioned laws. I understand they passed what's being called Brianna's law. Yeah, but they haven't arrested anybody in, in her, her case. Exactly. You have a whole law saying what they did to her was illegal, but you still haven't arrested anybody in her murder. Right. 
Exactly. It's, it, that's, that's just the wildest thing to me. Of the fucking law in the first place. Right. I mean, her, her whole, her whole case, that whole situation, like, it is very obvious they know they fucked up and they've been trying to sweep that shit under the rug. Like, even, um, I was told that the mother had an interview, I think, with, like, Angie Martinez or something, and the mom was telling them, like, the questions they were asking tried to make it seem like something else happened. Like, they even asked her, do you know anybody that would want to hurt your daughter? Like, shit mm. like that. Mm. Leading questions. Exactly. Oh. I mean, at the, at the end of the pinpoint something somewhere else. Exactly. I mean, they tried everything so far. When just bottom line, y'all fucked up. Y'all weren't even supposed to be there in the first place. The person that they y'all were looking for was already in custody. Like I don't I don't I don't know what's gonna take for the police to admit they were wrong in all these because they haven't met admit fault in any of these. Oh, of course not. Not until they're really held accountable. Yeah. They're not held really accountable. It, it takes people to flip fucking cars over to get people arrested, to get police officers arrested. I want, who was it? It was, I think it was Ice Cube who said it. It was a tweet from him. Mm-hmm. It was like basically saying, when they were talking about the, the other three officers in George Floyd's murder, yeah. it was like, the you like they are really arresting multiple Mm-hmm. people protesting and rioting instead of like in opposition to arrest three of their own you have arrested over a hundred u.s citizens yep that are saying y'all did something wrong versus so instead of y'all admitting that and arresting three of your own that fucked up you no they good over here y'all out here just wilding like what the fuck? If, if you what was I think the tweet was like you'd rather arrest thousands than arrest three, right? Like that. Like they could have they could have stopped this immediately. You know what I'm saying? They could have just done the right thing and this would stop. Yeah, I mean, shoot the um going back to the situation you meant about the the young gentleman at um the Wendy's. Soon as that happened, the the I think it was the mayor. Got his ass up out of there. Yeah, yeah. Like she, she ain't got no, um, no legal standing to like prosecute him. But it was like, nah, I can terminate your job, though. We can get that done. Yeah, cause that's Keisha. That's that's yeah. Keisha. She <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she she got his ass up out yeah, of there. She's like, uh, uh-uh, nah, fam. Uh, not on my watch. Nah, not on my watch. It's it's wild. And and See, the footage, the footage from that, from the Wendy's incident. It's so it doesn't make any sense on why he lost his life. Like he was cooperating fully with the officers. Like they like he had a conversation, like like we're talking now. <laughs> and he took a breathalyzer. He pulled over he pulled over to the Wendy's to go to sleep because he didn't want to drive drunk. So he pulled over and said, I'm gonna sleep it off. And I think people that drink have done that. I've heard that a thousand times. Yo, why you bullshitting? 
you you know somebody who's been in that situation. Luckily, I'm, luckily, nah, I mean like personally, like I yeah. say the nigga name, you know exactly who the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. Scan, you know who the fuck I'm talking about too. Like no, sure. literally, literally, that was the situation. He pulled over to sleep so he wasn't that impaired and he got a charge for it. I'm happy that it didn't go left, but that was literally the situation. That was him trying to be responsible. I mean, once you got in the car and realized, I, right, you know, I'm a little further gone than what I thought. What I mean, pull over. Yeah, you pull over immediately. And it's like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead. They literally was able to hit him with the charge because it was winter. So the car was running because he had the heat on. Mm. And because the car was running, they was able to charge him with a DUI. Yeah, I think with this situation, I don't think the car was even running with this situation. See, that's even crazier to me. The, the police, somebody just called the police and said, hey, he was, he was some guy sleeping in the car. And it turned into that. Which, why didn't they just let his ass sleep in the fucking car? Who knows? You some, know, that's oh, no. one of those moments where minding your fucking business is perfectly okay. Like it goes within line with sometimes it's perfectly fine to just shut the fuck up. Uh, if nobody would have made a phone call and mind their own fucking business and shut the fuck up, he probably would still be here today. Yeah. Well, people now, the, the, there's nothing suspicious about somebody sleeping in their fucking car. I, I will say this just to be fair across the board. I know like restaurants and businesses that if it's just, you know, quote unquote, a strange vehicle in the parking lot that they're not familiar with and they see somebody just in the car as a precaution, they alert the authorities because they don't know if that person is going to like try to rob the stores after hours, somebody coming out, things like that. So to, to, to that degree, I can understand why the police were called, it's a suspicious vehicle and somebody's just dwelling in it outside of, right. They don't want that maybe the person's going to try to rob someone coming out. Exactly. So I, I, I understand that, but I don't understand how we just going from a typical Hey. Knock on the window. Hey, exactly. Like on some hey, move along type shit. How 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 end up into a murder? Right. That's that's the, that's the part there. To just check on the person in the car. What if the person in the car was hurt? Exactly. Look. Why would you assume that that person was doing something illegal? What look, if that person was hurt? My my sister dealt with this shit. My sister is prone to seizures. She had a seizure behind the wheel of, of her car and ran off the road into a pole. Didn't hit nobody. She hit her head on the steering wheel. The responding officer booked her for a DUI. Mm. She passed. Calling her an ambulance. Instead of taking her to the fucking hospital. Correct. They did not give her any type of medical attention. She passed the breathalyzer, but, but failed the field test. She just had a fucking seizure and hit her head on the stern wheel. Right. And then when they took her to jail, like booking, 
she's telling them like, yo, I had a seizure. I need medical attention. Everybody treated her like she was guilty. They had convicted her of the DUI. She had to be in there. My mom did not know where she was. My mom drove to Hampton and knocked on my door crying because she could not find my sister. Mm. We've got her cell phone pinged and the last ping was in Charles City. I pulled up a picture of the make and model of her car on my cell phone, went upstairs, grabbed my Glock, loaded my shit and was getting in the car to ride to Charles City to look for my sister. It's, it's the, the way police handle situations is out of control. My sister even found out like a week later, a white guy that, that have numerous DUIs on his record has been convicted of them. Got in a car accident drunk. They took him to the hospital right away before they took him down to the station. Of course, because they allowed enough time for that, that blood test that they pulled for his, for his to check on his sobriety. Mm-hmm. Make sure that shit runs out too. Take yep. him to the hospital because then they can't check you right away. Yep. That shit, man. They think we're stupid. That's why. And they get away with it. And the only reason why people do the things they do is because they get away with it. Like like Wade said on the other show, like they need to be held to like a military standard law. Correct. I'm telling you, I, I think I think that's gonna be something in, in these in these presidential primaries coming up mm-hmm. that they're gonna have to answer for. I mean, we already know we're gonna have one for Trump, but they're gonna that's, have to answer. That's another thing, bro. Like yeah, I don't that that's the best we got. Yeah, yeah. yeah is them two? That's the best. That's what we got. <laughs> I literally said that. They text me um one of the one of them candidates or something. They text me was like, "Hey, we can count on your vote." I was like, "Hey, I don't like either one of these guys." But I guess yeah. <laughs> It's like It's like not voting is basically voting for Trump. Right. Yep. <laughs> so, it's like I have to vote for who I have to vote for. But I don't really, uh, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling him either. Like, damn. Nobody is. Nobody is, man. That's how fucked up the world is right now. I, look, just, just, just put Obama back in there. Matter of fact, matter of fact, give, Mich- give Michelle her run, yo. No, I don't want her to do it neither. <laughs> Why? They're going to turn that lady gray. Yeah. Hey, that look. Gray with wrinkles. They don't do it to her. She too, you know, I feel look, like politics in the White House ruins people. I think people go in with good intentions and they come out ruined. Honestly. Yeah, because yeah, I know when Barack went into his second term, they showed like a picture of him when he first started yeah, and a picture after his first four years. Yeah, that joint, it looked like it wore <laughs> It wears you down. That's a lot of stress. Hell and then yeah. on top of it, you don't really get to do what you want to do as a president for real, for real. You know how frustrating that must be to go through that process and then to be elected and then to still be told what you're going to do? Yeah. yeah. That shit's real. That's the thing that people don't realize. So yeah, Trump's a fucking idiot. But I'm telling you, at the end of the day, there's people telling him what the fuck to do. Yeah, guaranteed. There's always somebody telling someone else what to do. 
we need to get him out immediately. I don't care if I run for office. Somebody need to get him out. <laughs> Not now, but right now. <laughs> right now. Immediately. Now. So, with all that being said, if you're still out there protesting, first off, salute you. Yeah. Um, second off, be safe out there because the news is breaking. Apparently, now we're getting another um, wave of COVID. Uh, it's going to be worse, they're saying. Who knows? Well, Where did it come from, though? Where's they're, that they're, they're trying to switch the narrative in any way they can because yep. literally, First of all, when did COVID stop taking 14 days for you to show symptoms? When did that happen? The rules change every day. <laughs> so who knows? Because so, they don't fucking know. That's why. So literally, when, they, when a lot of places went into their phase one, reopening, um, you know, the, the, the barbershops, nail salons, all of that, Oh, reopening the beaches, opening other um, businesses and things where people could actually congregate. And then Memorial Day weekend hit. What do you think a lot of people was doing? Congregating. And then the very next day is when George Floyd, George Floyd was killed. So my opinion and how I'm looking at it, it didn't come from people gathering in protest. That may have, at this point, it may or may not be contributing to other people getting it. But uh, I feel like a lot of people who are testing positive probably had it before they started protesting. Well, yeah, if, if it comes, even comes from that, because I feel like they're, they're making that up to get people to stay home. Of course. Because <laughs> most of the times I see the protests, people have on masks. So, yep. yep. <laughs> so All I mean, they make it more of a reason to cover their face. Yeah, yeah. For I, real, I they just Let's make. Realistic about that. They made it easy by saying about the whole COVID nineteen because uh, now you're giving protesters a reason to wear masks to cover their faces, so yeah. you can't see their faces depending on what they're doing and not doing, and that's another reason why we're running into a problem of people pretending that they're out there to do good, but they're out there to make it look bad. Definitely. Yeah. That's what happened with the Wendy's. They got masks on. That's what happened with the Wendy's in Atlanta. They have footage of some, of some they said, hey, look at this white girl burning the Wendy's. It's not us. Like, they have footage of some white person burning the Wendy's, and they want y'all to think that, yeah, it's, it's, it's us out there rioting, quote-unquote. Right. It's not us at I all. Mean, I mean, when they tore down the Columbus statue and threw that bitch in the lake around here, the news cameras was out there, and from my understanding, the well, the first reporter that was out there, they, like, kind of chased him down, surrounded his car and all of that on some don't film us, don't film us. But they recorded themselves rolling the fucking statue in the lake. And from... Right. And from... Exactly. I was about to say they wanted to be the first to break the story, but from what I saw... All of them was white. Mm. It always is. By the time I got on the scene, after I got the phone call about it, I only saw two black people out there other than myself. <laughs> so, Man, it, it all, 
anytime with all these statues being torn down, which first, let me say that's good. They should be torn down. It should never been up in the first place. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever I see the pictures, it's always white people. <laughs> yeah, always white people. Yeah, it's always like that. But then we get blamed for it. Yep. So. Of course, that's, it's easier that way. It's always easier that way. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate, but that's where we're at. Yeah, that's that's how it works, unfortunately. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Boom, boom, boom. First up on the rundown. Like, uh, like theme music. <laughs> I we keep getting to we bring need to the, the theme music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I keep getting to bring the um the thing the the DJ thing with the sound effects from one computer to the other, but I have it. It just I gotta switch computers. Um it was announced this week with all the um quote unquote wokeness the world is experiencing. Um, the Grammys change some of their categories. Um, you know, they have like uh, a lot of urban categories. Um, they've taken out the name urban. Should have been gone years ago. Yeah. This is kind of in response to what um, Tyler said when he won his award, how he hates, you know, being called an urban artist just because he's black. So they're now the Grammys are just saying, nope, these are just awards. Um, as they should be. Like, yeah. I remember when Urban Apparel. Like, what the fuck is Urban Apparel? Yeah. <laughs> it's the shit that the niggers wear. <laughs> yeah. Ur- urban has always been the, the like, the peak yeah, term. I mean, with that, I feel like that's to describe a style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that someone wants to be able to say, because not all clothing looks the same. Right. So how else would you explain to someone between something that's from what's what's an example from H and M or Eagle, you know, vintage. You know what I mean? Like th- there's right. different ways of calling that. So right. I wouldn't be too upset if they said urban apparel. I think that's just to d- describe the type of clothing that it is. Could they use a different name? Probably. I agree. But when it comes to the categories, like you were saying for Grammys, it's not necessary. They're artists. And thank you. Everyone else that thank has you. nothing to do with their nationality. They could make a drama or an action movie or animation, and it doesn't have anything to do with urban. It right. could be all cast of white people. Yep. <laughs> Just a black person who wrote the fucking story. So you want to call it an urban, like, as a category. So, yes, I agree. I think they, they should have changed it a long time ago. But as far as, you know, when it comes to describing something in that fashion, I don't think they should change it when it comes to the clothes tip. Yeah, when they, um, my, my oldest son came home from school, manager, he, he was in elementary school. And the teacher referred to the area that he lived in as an urban neighborhood. I said, son, don't ever walk in here and say that word to me again. Right, see, that's not- <laughs> Like, don't do that. Why are you teaching him? Not and teaching, but why is the teacher no, teaching him? Exactly. Like the neighborhood of black people. Mm-hmm. What? Exactly. And that's what I took tremendous offense to. As you should. As you should. Like, as you should. Like, not, not 
not to brag or anything. Well, actually, it's, it's not even no disclaimer needed. The literal area that I'm in has gone from drugs, gun, and gang violence to a highly prestigious area where the houses are now selling for upward to half a million dollars. Huh. But I remember as a kid, a young lady getting her brains blown out in the front, like two houses down. And we just rode out, like after they got her body up the next day, we was just riding our bikes up and down the street. And it was still brain matter on the, on the fucking ground. It's crazy. So, like, don't, don't categorize it just because you think that it's one way because black people live here. That's, I, I don't, I don't like that title at all. Like I agree. I understand your point. I didn't think of it that way as far as describing the fashion. So I can understand that. But yeah, right. other, other than that style, but you know, yeah. Other than that, don't just put the title on it just because black people are involved. That's your description of black people. Yeah. That shit is racist okay. as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Racist it's, as hell. You're right. In the term, and what what Tyler what, what Tyler said last year, he's like that. He feel like that's the the PC word is to say nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Professional way of saying mm-hmm. nigga. Yeah. Oh, that's urban. What you really saying is yeah. That's, oh, that's re- oh, that's really urban. That's really urban. That's a really urban hairstyle you have. What? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's real niggerish. Is what you really yeah, want yeah, to say? Really what you want to say? It's either, it's either real niggerish or that's really ghetto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either or. Look, in the words of Sizzler, they would never ever take my crown. <laughs> so yeah, that that um, and Republic Records, which is a division of um, what is that? Columbia. I'm pulling this up from the article. Universal. They also took the name Urban out of their artists, so you won't like go to record store and be like, hey, let me get the Urban artist store. I don't think I ever, anybody ever said that anyway, but. That that used to be in a lot, uh, quite a few um, black artist bios. Mm. Like it would start off as you know, such and such is an urban hip hop artist. Okay. Like okay, first of all, your music company hip hop is predominantly black, but at the end of the day, we know music should transcend all barriers and color lines so it doesn't fucking matter what the artist color is so that should like again that term should have been gone years ago especially yeah. for music right i think it's just the the new quote-unquote wokeness of, of the world ever since george floyd and i'm appreciative for it but i feel like every time they make a change that that happens we we all say, you know what? It should have been happened. It should have been that way. It, exactly. It and at this point, and this happened from a conversation that I was having on Facebook regarding um, Lil Baby's new song. Because uh, my homeboy put it up there he was like okay this is cool but you know where like why not before like where has this been the whole time and my response to it 
after I listened to the song, was like he explained where it was before in the song. Like he literally has a part in the song where he says that, you know, I know I rap about drugs and killing, but it's that was his lifestyle before what's going on. And then he continues on to talk about his fear of, you know, taking a stance and what could happen, but he feel he has a platform and he has a voice, so he has an obligation to do so. And overall, my whole thing was just like, people aren't always at the beginning or the forefront of change. They get inspired from seeing other people who have been in the movement or actively fighting for it and decide to stand up. Everybody got a past that won't, uh, you know, uh, activist from birth. Yeah. Hell, look at Malcolm X. Very true. I think that's that's that is one comment I hate hearing from the quote unquote woke community. Is that, Why you been doing this? Where all this comes from? It doesn't matter what what heard it saying. Somebody said it doesn't matter what floor you got on the elevator, as long as you're on the elevator. Exactly. Like, My thing is the consistency. Like I don't just jump on the elevator and then the next floor get off after you done said your piece and get off. Like, nah, ride that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, like, so that, that's, that's more so where I'm at. Like, I want to see some of the people that are standing up and some of the companies that are standing up. A lot of the companies, I want to see if that's going to continue because at this point, I feel like a lot of them is just jumping on the bandwagon as you know, promotional shit. 1,000%. I definitely feel that way with a lot of these companies are saying it because I think what's going to happen in a few months, they can go back to business as usual. Starbucks. Uh, yeah, literally just about to say, look at Starbucks. Like, yeah, we're going to give our, our employees stuff to wear, but if nobody, that person didn't say anything about it, then they would have went, we not, you can't wear this. Right. And what, for y'all who don't know what we're saying is an employee of Starbucks went on Twitter and said that Starbucks was preventing her from wearing Black Lives Matter um, material and preventing from all employees from wearing it. And Starbucks had said, no, we don't, we support this and that, like, like they should do as a company. And they were sending out company stuff to each one of their stores. Right. It's just, it's just, it's, it's pandering, which I get in business, but you right. just, with a cause like this, you just wish it was sincere. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's all. I just wish it was sincere. But anyway, um, earlier this was it this week was today? No, actually, the other day was the two-year anniversary, one-year anniversary of Drake dropping, you know, Pusha T dropping the story of Adonai. It's been that long, goddamn. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah Which some, about... people, some people put that song in their like top five. This is the all time. <laughs> I don't know if I can put it that high. I don't think I don't think the song was. I just think the line was <laughs> that yeah. line. You are hiding the child that goes down with. That's why I fucked the bitch. <laughs> like that's it's one of those lines. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, because not too many people can quote the um, Pac's whole "Hit 'em Up" verse. Yeah. Let alone the song, but the line, the the opening line. First off. Fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Yeah, everybody knows that. And it's the same thing with Story Adonai. The like, reason I bring it up, because um, 40, 
which is Drake's longtime producer, had an interview and they asked him, you know, if you remember, Pusha T kind of dissed, well, he dissed 40 in the song. He said 40, what he said, 40 hunched over, he's 666, because 40 has MS. Right. And um, he's never really talked about it before, but um, he said um, it was just different for him. Uh, and then the song came out on National MS Awareness Day, which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know if Push did it on purpose, but if so, that's a new, a new level of Savage Returns. Yes. God damn. A new level of Savage Returns. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Now, I, now listen, I can push this shit, but <laughs> that song, that was, that was one, of, like I said, I, I put it in, I can't even say top 10, but it, it's, it's a great disc and definitely a, a, a great modern disc. Like, it's one of the best discs I've heard in a while. Yeah. I, I will say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody too friendly in rap nowadays, man. Yeah, when people took control of the disc, and that wasn't even the disc. <laughs> yeah, not at all. He was just, Kendrick was just literally like, and he flat out said it in his song. Like, all y'all my bros, but when it comes to the music, I'm trying to murder y'all. He put, he put me on notice. That's all it was. He just said, hey, this was going to happen. Look, we cool? I'm trying to look, man, anybody. Look, me and my camp is like that. Period. Me and Benny get on the track together. Me and Dennis on the track together. Me and Nightmare on the track together. Shit, Sax is singer. And I'm trying to body him on <laughs> if I'm on the feature. Like, that's just what it is. And that's how it should be. Shit. Good the joint... The joint that is going to get worked on with me and Bills, love Bills to death. We'll try to body him on his own shit. That's just how it is. So if you cannot understand that fundamental principle of rap, you ain't got no point rapping. It's just this PC friendly area era we live in where everybody's cool, everybody's buddy buddy. It's Fuck a LeBron that. James of rap, you know, where LeBron is cool with everybody and everybody's friend. But sometimes you don't need to be friends. I don't want to be friends. Nah, rap. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. My idols can be my rivals. That's fine. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> that is fine. That is fine by me. I can I can respect you publicly and still try to body you on the verse publicly too, bro. Exactly. It's 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 <laughs> shit. To me, that is friendly sparring to me. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. We can go out to eat afterwards. Exactly. Soon as soon as the song drop and that bitch charting him, look, you got who who rapped first? All right, so Bill on you this time. Next time is on me, so my verse going first. That's how we gonna handle this. Exactly. But, um, it, it's a good interview. Um, because you rarely hear from him, so y'all want to read the full interview or the interview in its entirety, and go check it out online. Um, just it's, it's dope to get another side of the drink recording process. Right. Um, now, something else happened this week that was unexpected. Um, Dave Chappelle, um, which is arguably the greatest comedian of this generation. Some people don't like him or whatever, but hey. I was about to say, who's arguing that? Who who else they got opposing him? I know a lot of people that don't like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's <was> really odd. <laughs> Look, the... 
That man is a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is a genius. He actually Period. he dropped a free Netflix YouTube special this week called Eight Forty Six. Uh, when I saw it t- streaming on, t- on the timeline, I was like, oh, David Spell is on YouTube. What, what's going on, right? Exactly. So I rushed to it. I'm like, you know what? I need some laughs. I've had a rough week. And um, won't shit funny. And it, it was one part. It was one part that was funny that I laughed at. <laughs> and he laughed at it, too. When he was like, <laughs> I ain't shit. When he addressed Azalea Banks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was like, y'all out here telling. Y'all telling like Azalea Banks. <laughs> and he's I, I ain't gonna front. I laughed when he called that white bitch a funky ass pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I laughed every time he said white bitch. Every time he said white bitch, I laughed. He said, I don't know if it's steak. He said, I just feel like it do. If I ever find out, I'll let you know. But <laughs> you know? It's, it's funny. Well, though it wasn't meant to be it well even though it was not funny but it was funny i feel like certain parts but the majority of it of course was serious right it was still so once again another moment of being an eye opener right and straight to the facts and to you know, breaking down history and different, every, you know, not every situation, but the majority of, of what's happened and broke every single story down so people can really understand exactly detail by detail of why this is important and why it is wrong. It's uh, clearly wrong. There should pale. be no reason why we have to explain this any further. Uh, like his, that's the his, point. His fact checks, like he'll he'll go he'll give you like you said every detail, and he'd be like, "Well, if you don't get that, at the same time, in such and such place, correct? This this person around this time, this happened, and this how it was like he he the way he presents the information." It's like if at this point, if you do not understand, it's because you don't want to. Correct. It's because you're in denial. You're choosing. You're choosing not to understand. You're basically saying, I completely comprehend what you're saying, and I know it's wrong, but I don't care. Because I don't agree with it. I don't like it. Is basically what that would say to me. But I feel like it was well worth it. It was, it was just another moment. I feel like that even goes part of history. Yep. Because of him taking the time to really sit there and talk about this important subject of the indifference and the racism that's in this fucking country. Period. There's just so much that it's it's so much to try to unpack. It was right. Needed. It was needed, though. It's it's like it's it's one of those things where some people who are now seeing it, it's just like, how did I miss this? 
and it's like, okay, well, you, you're just waking up right here. Let's go back to all of this. And it's just like, they're, wow. How is this possible? Like literally uh, one of the other joints I posted on my Facebook page, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Letter to Roy. Well, oh yeah, they, yeah, letter to Roy. Um, white man by the name of Scott just wrote an open letter to his deceased black friend Roy, who died in the military, literally apologizing to him about their friendship. Not because he was sorry for being friends with him. He was sorry about the mentality that he had while he was friends with him and the mentality that the other white people around him had as far as them looking at Roy like he's a privileged black person because we're allowing him around us to learn from us and be in our environment. It was crazy. It, it was crazy, like, but like literally reading that, it was, I felt it was genuine. And he even explained, he was like, I know other white people that were there at the time are going to remember this differently. They're going to be like, oh, we treated him like family. Right. Like not realizing that the mentality that you're saying, we treated him like family because you feel like, oh, we brought you into our home and we showed you how we live and this is how you're supposed to live. And totally disregarded how he lived and where he was from. And that's, that's literally what Scott addressed. He was like, you sat at my dinner table many times. You spent the night over my house many times. He said, and he said, I very rarely went to your world. He said, it was always brief. But I expected you to be in my world, understand it and conform to it without understanding yours. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a that's a great read. Um, I think a lot of people, I can't speak for them, of course, but I think a lot of them feel that well, they're, they're starting to wake up and see that. Yeah. And, um, the whole cop out that I didn't know is starting to become, you knew. You yeah. knew. Or now you know, what are you gonna do about it? Exactly. So it's interesting to see how the world is turning with that. Um, it was a great comment where I saw it on Instagram when they was like, for all the all the white people that we said were invited to the cookout, mm -hmm. this is the cookout. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. This is it. <laughs> and and just bringing it back around to the Chappelle special, like I I think I waited for it to get funny. Like I watched it. Like okay, the joke's coming. Joke's coming, the joke's coming, and even when he ended the show, it's like, all right, that's it. I was waiting for him to be like, all right, I was playing. 
when but nah. He's I like, think, man, what you playing? Yeah, like the dis the disclaimer that he gave, he was like, I would normally never give y'all something this raw, like unpolished or something like that. Mm. And you could literally tell while he was sitting up there. It was just I felt like it was just all just off his chest. It wasn't nothing that he wrote really or that it was set up, you know, to be presented in a certain way because you could literally just see moments where he would just sit there like thinking like thinking to figure out how he wanted to say it yeah it was supposed he, he grabbed his notebook and i thought he was gonna like read from his notebook but he never opened it he yeah he, he it. like he would open it and then shut it and then like flip to a page and then shut it again and was just like yeah it was like all off the cuff man Man, it was it was a it was a great show. I'm glad he did it for free. Um, yeah, it lives on Netflix. It's 8:46. We can get, and we broke down the numerology, and that's probably what most people have seen from the special about him and Kobe, and then him and and George Floyd. Yeah, his birthday and his the time birthday, he was born and all of that. Yeah, and then he was born. So it just it just put to perspective for some people who don't who still don't get it. I don't know who, but yeah, I don't know who. <laughs> how this affects everyone, you know what I mean? Like, right before was just Kobe's numbers, but that was the day he was born and he couldn't go to the Grammys because they had Kobe's jerseys hanging in, in the rafters and he loved Kobe. Right. So he started crying. And he was born at 8.46, which is the, the time it took to kill George Floyd. So, numerology is, is, a, is a major part, an uh, underlining theme through the show. Check it out. It's 8:46. It's on Netflix. It's on Google. It's everywhere. Um, just go check it out. Uh, pretty good. I don't think you're going to laugh, but I think you might learn something. Right. Uh, quick, quick more, quick one more thing. Uh, Coachella was officially announced canceled this year. Uh, I know normally Coachella was in May because of the COVID thing. They pushed it back into October. And now they canceled it. They said, nope, it's not going down. There'll be no Coachella for this year. Um, and I think it's going to happen for a lot of the shows. Um, even the NBA is talking about coming back where they might not have fans until next year. So it's going to be really interesting the next year or two with us here. And with that being said, let's We're going we to be on the front line reporting for y'all. Yep, always on the front line. <laughs> Couldn't get any closer. Unless I was at Coachella. But not. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so with that being said, um, gee, what do you have screaming for us this week? Uh, it's kind of light this week. I only got three. Uh, Chloe and Haley, um, Ungodly Hour. Is it Haley or Halle? I thought I it was Haley. I think it's Haley. I be, I'm, I butcher people's names. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Lil Pete, Crybaby, and I don't know if this is Kygo or Kigo. It's K-Y-G-O, Golden Hour. Okay. Oh, and um, RMR, Drug Dealing is a Lost Art. The title, the title interests me. <laughs> I, I'm going to like that. You, you know what I'm saying? I was like, 
Yeah, the title interests me. Like, hey, you might got some bars at that for you. You might have something for your boy. You might have something for your boy. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, hold on. Is the RMR the guy that sings? I think so. That's the big dude in the, in the, in the ski mask, right? And the guns singing country. I think so. And the thing that really intrigues me the furthest. The first song has West Side Gun featured on it from Griselda. I'm so, <laughs> so, so it's just like, huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. I need to check this out. I'm going to have to get that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got to look it. Got to look into it. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely got to get that. Yeah. That's one of my, my random that I be doing around the house. <laughs> and my son be sitting there playing Roblox. My youngest be playing Roblox. And he be, boom, 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 boom. That's funny. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm a, I'm a terrible influence. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so Stan, it is your time of the week. Uh, what do you have for us? What's the vibe of this week? The vibe of this week is going to be Hey, Light Skin by Light Skin Keisha. I started thinking mm. looked out, you know, I'm light skin and all. What do I agree Sorry. So here we go. It's light, Hey, Light Skin by Light Skin Keisha. Like, hey, light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing? They're like, hey, light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing? Yeah, the honey gang, we get money gang. Where your money gang, money man. Hit the hundred stains, do the running man. Dance on them bitches, leave them pissed off. Red bottoms on my shoes when the bitch walk. Hear about it, breaking news. I'm the big top. Disrespect, we jump a bitch like it was crisscross. Probably got him pissed off. Pull up with the businesses. Bitch, you got a problem with me? Fuck it, I'ma finish it. Long hair and don't care. Bitch, we looking innocent. Make your nigga come and spin that check until he finish it. Show him how it look. We running it up, bitch. We winning it. But that conversation ain't no talking without benefits. They like. Light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing? They like, hey, light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing? Do the dash though. Conversation with these bitches, I don't have those. Situation with these niggas, I don't have those. Told them pull up with that chicken, had that bad clothes. Period. You want a bad bitch, then you gotta have bricks. Baddest out Atlanta, represented zone six. Diamonds in my watch, they looking like some ice chips. Pussy wet as hell, it's squeezing like some white like Hey, light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing? They like, Hey, light skin, what you doing? Where you going with your night in? I'm just trying to chase a chick, don't need no guy friends. Did you kind of spend the bag or you just sightseeing?
All right, that was light skin Keisha with Hey Light Skin. All right, um, that's my show. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, make sure you follow us on social media. Scan, do you want to give out your um podcast information? Yeah, definitely go ahead and make sure you check me out on my podcast show called Sweet Talk. We are on Anchor for free, Google Podcasts, and a few others, well, including Spotify. Um, check us out. Um, do, you, do y'all have anything coming up? Uh, we'll be doing a soft launch of the AGR website uh, by the end of the month. Shout out to Ike Sleep, who's going to be designing it. Um, also, make sure you hit up um, Benny McFly's page, put in your pre-orders for the, for your print shirts, the, the new line that, that's going on, and mine will be coming shortly as well. I got to finish my logo first. <laughs> um, make sure you follow all the pages, of course, work the way uh, it's still on Facebook for now. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, Twitter, all that good stuff. Of course, you can follow me. My Facebook page is um, yet to be determined. I'm trying to get it back. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, I was about to say, well, wait, y'all got to catch them while you can. Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> I'm still on Twitter, though. So I've been on Twitter since 2009. My Instagram is still the same, I hope. So <laughs> uh, I haven't been on social media that much. Um, Will um, let me address something for the community. Back to the segment we haven't done in a while. <laughs> All the ways find the word. Earlier this week, I, talk, I talked to y'all about um, I've had a rough week. Um, we discovered earlier this week that um, writer, journalist, Jazz Fly passed away. Um, Social media you can probably find right now is flooded with posts and pictures talking about how great she was and remembering Jazz who she was. Um, the Twitter account for the show she worked on, This Is Us, actually has um, called her a brilliant storyteller, called her a force of nature. Other e-celebrities, as I call them, they chimed in saying how great Jazz was, and even I did it. See, I met Jazz in 2008. Um, Jazz, or should I say the Fly Girl, because that's the name she wrote under. She had a website called Fly Style Life, and I used to help her with a website. Uh, we met on the Urban Blogger, which was Nicole Bitchy's like, social media platform for bloggers, somewhere you can meet other bloggers and talk to and exchange ideas and get help. I met Jazz and a bunch of other bloggers there. Uh, we met on a forum. I don't remember what the forum was, but um, we met then we clicked like immediately. Um, it was Jazz who told me to leave Blogger and go to WordPress. Uh, it was Jazz who told me to join Twitter in the first place uh, because one day um, everybody was on Twitter giving out their BBM pen and she said I need to be part of it. Uh, it was Jazz who told me stop blogging under L and lose my real name. I didn't listen to that one. <laughs> but, um, 
I created a name. Um, she hated Wave Log. She hated that name. Uh, she never called me that. She always called me L. Uh, it was also Jazz told me to move to New York when she moved. I didn't do that. I couldn't do that. I have responsibilities here. Um, well, I, I I will say I'm glad you didn't do that one because if you did, we might not be here today. Yeah, it was it was a long time ago. Um, me and Jazz, we talked all the time, um, almost every day. And there was uh, a misunderstanding that's happened to friendships. You know, and when you know somebody for a long time, things happen. And we went from talking every day to every month, to whenever we could, to just birthday messages. Um, when I got this news, the first thing I did was go to my DM. And the last thing I did, the last message I sent her was happy birthday, Jay. And she said, thank you, Elle. I DM'd her hoping that she would respond. Um, when she didn't, I texted. It's like, hey, Jay, hit me up. I was hoping she would text me back and be like, you know, don't believe what you read on the internet. But I never got that text. If you look on social media right now, you see how much people loves her, how much she was respected. Uh, as I said earlier, it's been a rough week. When Facebook deleted my Twitter, um, they deleted a lot of connections with people that I can't reconnect with. Jazz was one of those people. Even with that being said, I still sent that friend request hoping she would accept it. Jazz, I hope you know how much you were loved, um, how much you inspired people. Me and her went from talking to planning. She was one of the people that I always talked to about my ideas and inspiration, but she never was afraid to tell me, hey, that's stupid. Or you should do that. Keep doing it. Jazz to Jasmine, Fly Girl to my Carmella to Jazz Fly. She made her mark on this planet. She'll be sorely missed. Jazz, I hope you found the peace you were looking for. And I hope you know you were loved. Good night, Jay. And I hope to see you one day soon.